Shalom, I'm Rabbi Arnie Singer, and this is the Jewish Wisdom Podcast, where I teach authentic Jewish teachings, insights, and advice from the Bible, Talmud, and Kabbalah. In this episode, I'd like to discuss Purim, specifically what I believe to be the main theme of the holiday, and we're going to try to come out with a life lesson from this theme. For those of you who aren't familiar, the holiday of Purim celebrates the salvation of the Jewish people from the hands of the evil Haman, who convinced the Persian king Ahasuerus to decree the destruction of all the Jews in the Persian Empire. And this was at the time of the very beginning of the building of the Second Temple just towards the end of the Babylonian exile. And the heroine of the story is Queen Esther, who was taken as the, as the queen of Ahasuerus' queen, and with the guidance of her cousin, Mordechai, she was able to convince the king to, um, to allow the Jews to defend themselves, and to to have that decree basic in, in all practical purposes nullified. And Purim is the celebration of Jewish victory against the evil Haman. So basically, obviously the themes of Purim revolve around happiness. There's also there's a special mitzvah to have a, a festive meal. There's also a mitzvah to give to give presents to poor people, to friends. So there's this theme of happiness, and it's reflected in, in partying and in drinking and also in giving. But I think there's an, an, a much deeper theme to the holiday, which gets down to the essence and is going to lead us to a very important life lesson. The story of Purim is recounted in the book of Esther, Megillat, Esther. And there's one very conspicuous thing missing in the Megillah, in the book of Esther, and that is the name of God. God's name, God himself, is not mentioned even once in the entire Megillah. And this is obviously very strange, um, considering that this is part of the, the Bible. So you expect God to be it mentioned, um, but God's name is absent from the entire Megillah. And the way that the story is told, it almost seems like a series of almost random events. The very name of the holiday, Purim, comes from the word Pur, which, is, which was a lottery. And the way that Haman decided what day he would destroy the Jews on was by drawing lots. And that's why the holiday became known as Purim. And we, one of the things we do on Purim is dress up. It's a masquerade. It's like the Jewish Halloween. So why the need for costumes? Because the theme of Purim is the hiddenness, the hiddenness of God. Okay, now what does it mean for God to be hidden? And there's a concept in the Torah called Hester Panim. 
Um, and Hester sounds familiar, doesn't it? Right? That's Esther. Because again, just the very name of Esther reflects this theme of God being hidden. So again, what does it mean, Hester Panim? What does it mean that God is hidden? So obviously God does not hide because that that's impossible. God is everywhere. But God withholds his presence. God withholds or makes it appear like he is withholding his divine intervention. So even though God is always sustaining the world and is always intimately involved in every action in the world through his divine intervention, but for man, it looks as if God is hidden. And that's, it's a very terrible state of events, this state of Hester Panim, where God's face, so to speak, is hidden. Because in the world, it looks like there's chaos going on, like evil has free reign. Um, the terrible calamities that have struck the world and the Jewish people, the Holocaust, it is a time of Hester Panim, a time when God's, God is hidden. His face is so hidden that it just looks like there is no God, that evil reigns supreme. And this was the situation during the story of Purim, where suddenly this evil man gets the highest office next to the king in the greatest kingdom in the world, Persia, and he decides for some petty vendetta, because Mordechai refused to bow to him, he decides to wipe out the entire Jewish people. Okay? And it looks like it's over. But, meanwhile... In another seemingly random act, Esther is taken to the harem. She becomes queen, and she gets into a position where she can then mitigate this evil decree and save the Jewish people. So it's a series of events that's going on that, to human vision, looks as if it's random, that God is not involved in any of these events. The Jewish people are going to be destroyed. Where is God? Um, so God is operating in the story very powerfully. However, God is doing so hidden. That's the story of Esther, of hiddenness. And that's why we dress up. And that's why God's name is hidden. So what is the lesson for us? And I think it's very clear. I mean, our lives are filled with seemingly random events. Life is beyond our control most of the time. And things just happen to us. And we wonder, like, why is this happening to me? And it's very easy at those times to feel like God is not invo involved in our lives. God is not involved in the world. There, how could there be a God? if such bad things are happening? How could there be a God if, if the king has decreed that every single Jew will be annihilated? Where is God? But the lesson of Purim, and this is why Purim is such an important holiday. In fact, the rabbis teach that Purim is going to be one of the only holidays to exist after the Messiah comes. Because the other holidays, Passover, Sukkot, Shavuot, 
those are going to be sort of um, supplanted by the Messianic age. But Purim is still going to be celebrated because, because this Purim reflects the daily, the daily life, our daily way of viewing the world. As the world looks like it's being run in a random fashion without God. But the lesson of Purim, the lesson of the Megillah, is that even though things look like they're random, it looks like God is, is, has disappeared, is hidden. But really God is there running things. And, and we can only see that from looking back at history. And sometimes that can take generations to see exactly what God's reasoning was for something to happen. And, and that's beyond man's comprehension. In fact, the Talmud says that God told Moses that you can only see my back, which means you can only see after something happens what the reason was. And sometimes it takes, as I said, years, generations, hundreds of years, um, to be able to understand why something happened. So this is the lesson that we need to take from Purim, is that even though things seem random, but we need to understand that God is intimately involved in everything going on, and everything that's happening is happening according to God's plan. So let's, let's take, you know, get hope from this and take strength to know that things aren't hopeless, that there is hope, there's hope for salvation, everything is done according to God's will, even though we don't understand it. And all we can do is continue praying and asking God to, to, to make life better for us. And God will do whatever God sees fit to do, and everything that is done is for the good. So I wish you all a very happy and meaningful Purim, and we'll see you next time with more Jewish wisdom. So if you like this podcast, please rate it, share it with your friends, subscribe if you haven't done so, and we'll see you next time.